This is Jason Christoph, Podcast 55, November 16th, 2020. And today we'll just leave you a couple great uh, links. There's this, I don't even know who this guy is. I know he works for a good organization. But you can see in the video, uh, the title of the video is What You Get Your Attention. It is called The COVID Cult. And I was sent it many times. I must get hundreds and hundreds of emails or messages every single day regarding, you know, what people think are important. And then the ones that are really important, you see the repetitive. And people were throwing this video, the COVID cult, at me. And, you know, the title sort of gave it a bit of, uh, took the shine off it a bit. And I know the, the you know, the branch COVIDians, the COVIDians that believe in this invisible threat, which of course is not being proven to exist, but only on the TV and only inside the minds of the TV watchers. And we've explained this before, that the subconscious mind is the target of mind control because the subconscious mind is programmed by repetition. And there's so much repetition that COVID exists. People think it exists. And you combine that fact where you, you know, people are mind controlled from childbirth in this society. I mean, you go to school to repeat what authority tells you. And then if you repeat exactly as they tell you, they tell you you're smart. So today, given that programming is ingrained into someone's psyche for 12 consecutive years, the authority figure says one thing, and the people who think they're really smart repeat that, hoping for their A plus or gold star or 10 out of 10, or their Smurf stamp in adulthood, and all they get is the shaft because they're repeating lies and they don't understand that's exactly what school's for. School is there to make you believe in authority and then also make you believe that if you repeat exactly what authority says, you're really, really smart. But back to the video, the COVID cult, it's a must watch, folks. It's an absolute must watch. Whoever this guy is, and you'll find out his name, he decimates the COVID uh, belief system that are driving the branch COVIDians to, to kill themselves. And this reminds me of the kamikaze pilot that I've discussed be- before on previous podcasts. You can trick humans to kill themselves. You can trick humans to circumcise their own kids, cut the tops of the male's penis off at birth. No anesthetic. But if, um, you know, someone approached you in the grocery store and tried to cut the top off your newborn male's penis, you'd you'd lose your mind. And the people who run the world, which are related to a death cult, and I'll put up the death cult picture in the notes, I guess. It's, it's a book called by uh, Whitney Prattney, and it's called The Devil Take the Youngest. It's a very old cult, and they're aware that you would defend your child. You if, if someone walked up at the grocery store and said, I'm going to inject your child with this needle full of documented toxins, you would defend your kid. And the death cult knows that. The death cult are versed in the psychology that I'm talking about with the repetition and symbology and pictures, which is easy to hack the subconscious mind. And 
they this cult that you know the people the branch covidians the the covidians the tv watchers you know jane and joe coffee shop and and their friends kevin and karen tv watcher they're getting tricked to kill themselves and the reason the people who run this world know that they do not have the power to take over the world they just know you just if you just walked on the streets and marched the armies in, they wouldn't win. And the people in power know that. The only way to get where they want to go is to trick you to enslave yourself. And that's the same technique they use you to circumcise your own kid. They trick. They know if they did it, like they can't come out and cut, you know, 25 to 30 percent of your newborn male's penis off. And they just can't come out of the bushes and do that because that's when you get your backup. But they can trick you to, you know, inject poison into your own children and call it vaccination. And they do that through indoctrination in the schools where rep repetition proven to reprogram the subconscious mind. Is, the subconscious mind is a herd-based application used to help us. It's used to help us survive if if you know, we're in our natural habitat, but it can also be hacked in a way where we basically go along to get along with the herd. And if that person can be tricked to make uh, them believe that the herd's killing and injecting their own kids with poison, cutting the tops of their penises off, handing their kids over to the state, the the way the psyche is designed, it will do all that. Uh, gladly, and it'll attack anybody who who speaks against it, because it's a herd-based application. Herd-based application means you know it's safer in the herd, and then anybody's not in the herd, they get attacked. So Karen and Kevin Coffee Shop and Joe and Jane TV Watcher, they're getting tricked in this way, to just completely fucking destroy their society. And they're loving it, right? The lockdowns, the six foot distance, and, you know, having old ladies out. Like it's going to be minus 30 here in Canada soon. An old lady's going to wait outside for an hour for their groceries, all based on a threat that doesn't exist. But the average person, again, has been indoctrinated to award themselves their own A. Plus for repeating the bullshit of the authority on the TV and the radio. And that's really what's going on. Like I said, it reminds me of the kamikaze pilot situation where you can trick a, that part of the brain, which the Japanese um, government, it's the same government style of all the governments in the world, and they're all connected, and they're all very good at tricking their populations. They're not separate. That's a, a fake too. It's fake. <laughs> and you can see it's fake if you have two living brain cells to rub together. It's obvious that the borders and the flags and the leaders are fake because they're all doing the same thing. Even in pre-World War II Japan, where they were conditioning the children to be kamikaze pilots, it was all a big ploy to get rid of the men and weaken the society and, and kill other men on the other side. Reducing the number of men was always a real big um, a big agenda between all the fake countries and fake flags. And, and that's why the Olympics were always put on as well, to give the, the, you know, the TV watchers and the sheep the good impression and the programming and the repetition 
that, yeah, everybody's from a different country run by different people. And that, that sort of fabricated belief allowed the people who rule this earth to set up the con job that you got going right now. You're in the middle of a vaccine holocaust. Whether you want to admit it or not, this um, these particular, and I'm going to do a longer podcast on it, but these uh, rulers are ancient. Uh, you can trace them back to ancient Egypt and uh, Babylon and Samaria, and they would actually say to the people that they were uh, sun gods. They were descendants of the sun gods, and although that sounds like a really crazy story, there is some uh, facts to that. No, they're not from the sun, but they say they represent the sun down here on earth, and they believe that gives them certain rights and um, to decide who eats and who doesn't and who lives and who doesn't and who gets the sunshine and who doesn't. And they're really flexing that very old ancient philosophy right now. But going back to this great video that I'm going to put as the second link, uh, The COVID Cult, please watch it and please share it where you can. It's absolutely brilliant. I guarantee you, you will like it. The guy is sharp. He's a truth teller. He knows how to mix facts and storytelling. You'll be laughing. You'll be crying. He, he's a performer. He's not just giving you facts. This man is a performer. He knows how to uh, keep the attention of the audience. And please share this COVID cult. I put it two, two times on my page. And of course, my page lately has been getting heavily, heavily censored. You can hardly get at anything out. Even when I email, a lot of people say their emails are, are getting blocked. And that's the sort of agenda that's going on right now. They, they're really making sure that everybody only gets the mainstream narrative that COVID is real, which it isn't, positive cases. And we know the positive cases, which we've described in the past two previous podcasts, the positive cases are driven by the RT-PCR test. And if, I'm not going to over-explain it, but it's a machine with a dial. Just trying to simplify this. It's a machine with a dial that you put your sample in. So you know the swab, and then they prepare the sample. They slide the tray into this machine. And, you know, for lack of a better phrase, it has a dial. And if you dial it to 60 that sample will guaranteed fail no matter what. And if you turn it down lower than 20 on the digital dial, that sample will pass. No, it, it won't show COVID. And what the governments around the world, this is why they wanted this machine, even though it is not licensed to test for COVID. And I, I guess we better put up some... Um, some proof of that. So, I mean, there's so much proof of that. I'll just put up the article called The COVID Test Doesn't Test for COVID. And it's got so many videos from so many health professionals, including the guy who invented the machine, who says you can't use it to test for disease. And the governments have handpicked this, you know, you might as well have a cat barfing up different color hairballs and if it barfs up a brown one, you're positive. And if it barfs up a white one, you're negative. Because that's the kind of accuracy the RT-PCR machine has. And again, 
it means the the cult, the, the, the cabal, is in charge of the pandemic. They can turn it up to 45, and th- they'll get 30% of people testing positive. They can turn it to 50 or 52. You'll get half the people getting tested, being said it's positive. And I'll even put up a... Um, a video of Doug Ford. Now, if you don't know Doug Ford, because I know this goes around the world, Doug Ford's this overweight, out of shape premier of the province that we're in, like an immoral, unethical, slovenly, lazy, you know, sort of what everybody expects when you to see when you come to North America. We're not all like that, but this guy is, right? Soul to soul, a long time ago. And there's a clip, because these people screw up sometimes. So there's a clip where there's a reporter asking a question online. Doug Ford is asked the question, why don't you test teachers here in Ontario so that you can like nip it in the bud? But of course, there's nothing to nip. COVID doesn't exist. People are sick, of course, but there's no greater sickness than the year before. It's the same diseases in the same groups. But, you know, in the same death numbers, I mean, in Ontario, 109,000 people die every every year in Ontario. And if you talk to Jane and Joe Coffee Shop and Karen and Kevin TV Watcher, they assume you, you when you talk to them and hear them talk, obviously no one's died here in the world before March 2020. And only the deaths of the superheroes, everybody, I guess, is a immortal here up into March 2020. But you have Doug Ford getting asked this question, why don't you test teachers? And so he shuttles the question off to medical doctor who can't make someone healthy to save their lives because poison, butchering surgeries and uh, toxic radiation doesn't make people healthy. I don't think you need a medical degree to know why. And this medical doctor, which uh, is like the priest class of old, like, yeah, let's talk to this, the person who can't make anybody healthy about a health-based question. So they bring this, you know, program drone bot in, this lady, and you can see it in the video. It's only a minute long. And she says, oh, we can't test the teachers because half the, half the positive cases would be false. So they're saying if you test uh, 100,000 people, anywhere between 0.8 and uh, I think it's 4.3 or 4.4% of the 100,000 will will test positive for COVID. And she says, and and that's kind of cycling that insane machine, the the cat with the hairball test. Uh, cycling the machine from like say 35 to 42 if you cycle it between 35 and 42 out of 100,000 tests you'll get you know 4,000 positives and this lady admits that 2,000 of those positives the the it it's a false reading they're perfectly healthy and then other people and I'll put down um, a statistician from the UK who reviews that uh, there's a good chance they're all false positives. So even the whole 4,000 would be false positives. And that means, and of course, folks, that's why the government has um, picked this test. 
so that they can roll up to a bunch of healthy people and say, oh, you're, you know, we want to test everybody here, test everybody there. For every 100,000 tests they do, they get 4,000 says positive. If they cranked it to 60, which I believe is the max digital setting on the RT-PCR test invented by Kerry Mullis and testified to him that it can't be used for this function. Besides that, if you do crank it to 60, you get 100,000 people po- testing positive. And that's the problem with the machine. Like I said before, like a pregnancy test doesn't work like that. You can't upcycle or downcycle the the stick that the woman urinates on. You can't upcycle it so it's a greater chance of pregnancy. Or you can't downcycle the hormones in her urine so maybe uh, she's pregnant but we can't see it. You can't like that. That's not supposed to be used as a test because it's not accurate. And that's why the, this RT-PCR machine that they're using for COVID was never used to diagnose disease up until this point. It wasn't because it wasn't allowed because it doesn't work. But so how did it get into, into effect now? Well, it got into effect now because, you know, it's, a, it's word. It's a legal, legalese, legal magic. If you declare an emergency, you're allowed to use untested uh, diagnostic protocols for disease. Bingo, bango, bongo. There's your pandemic scam. And then how do you declare uh, an emergency? Well, you, you reclassify all the regular deaths as COVID. And even Doug Ford, this out of shape Illuminati hand puppet here in Ontario, uh, he, he his government... I'm just going to write this down, Doug Ford, deaths. Because he he openly admitted at the end of the summer that, yeah, he was including all deaths in the COVID deaths. Well, what? And then, of course, the, 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 the COVID cult, who says they're scientific, they're the least scientific people that you'll ever meet. There's no science in uh, inflating falsely a category of COVID deaths with the cancer deaths and type 2 diabetes deaths and stroke deaths and motorcycle accident deaths and car accident deaths. Like, that's not scientific. But, of course, the COVID cult, because of all their brainwashing in the, in the government indoctrination camps that they have for 12 years, they just know that if they repeat what authority says, they get a gold star and they can't see past their programming. So we're in a little bit of trouble here. I'll mention, my, I got a f- friend, she works around here. She was talking to me lately. She works at two of the long-term care homes here in Cornwall. And there are, all the staff there are aware that when they are forced to give all the seniors their flu shot, they say the, this is the only time that the seniors really die en masse is this time of year. And this girl that works at these two long-term care homes openly told me that it's absolutely crazy that when they give the flu shots to these people, no one even has a sniffle. They're dead within two weeks. And she said, um, even as they're dying, it adds insult to injury because when the flu shot starts to kill them, she said the, the, they roll in to try, to give them the Tamiflu, and she said the Tamiflu just finishes them off earlier, 
and everybody, all the staff know this, that it's the clearing time. And the staff, and what's funny, she said, the staff are offered the flu shot. The only people that get sick in the staff are the staff stupid enough to take the flu shot. And if, if when the person's sick, like this girl said, when I'm not like, so I'm not, so I'm not sick. What happens if you had, say, 10 staff members who don't have two brain cells to rub together and research what's going on? You have 10 staff members out of 100 take the flu shot, and they're the only ones that get sick. They send the other people home who didn't get the flu shot and allow the sick people to come back and work amongst the seniors because they got the flu shot. So she says, like, how crazy is that story that I'm not sick? They declare a flu, a flu outbreak in these two institutions. The only people that are sick by which they're declaring the outbreak are the people dumb enough to have taken the flu shot. And the smart and healthy people that don't even have a sniffle have to come go home for a week and they, they're given uh, a prescription also for Tamiflu, which Tamiflu, and I'll put up Tamiflu's uh, side effect list off, you know, uh, I think it's uh, rx.com or something. You will see that the side effect, one of the side effects of Tamiflu is not only these massive hallucinations and suicidal tendencies, but it's also flu-like symptoms. It's the it's the mandating of stupidity. Stupidity. That's what we got going on right now. Is we got the mandating of stupidity, and anybody that's willing to go along with this gets sort of a free pass through Satan's realm. Well, the dumb people who take the flu shot, they get sick. Those 10 people can come back to work, even though they got diarrhea, they're throwing up from the flu shot, they're, they're, they're wheezy, they're weak, they're allowed to come back. So when they come back because they poison themselves, all the smart ones that are healthy, who have the, you know the strength to do all the tasks with the seniors and take care of them, they're sent home for seven days and then told, told to take a medical poison. And you can read the list of side effects of Tamiflu, and it reads like any other poison. I mean, if you took poison and phoned a poison control center, it's just, the list of any medication is so parallel to basic poisoning of the metabolism. It's a mandating of stupidity, folks. Um, we, we have, I'm not too sure if people are aware, I'll make sure to put a ticket master uh, article up now Ticketmaster is saying that for the concerts they're going to require you know proof of vaccination or proof of a negative test and they just want people testing I don't know if people know Ticketmaster sells tickets on behalf of rocks you know rock bands and things like this they're an intermediary between the public and the venues and Ticketmaster have come out 
with the promise that, you know, you might have to have a COVID vaccine to go to a concert, or you might have at minimal a negative test. And of course, they want the more tests, the better, because they know at least 4% are going to come back positive for COVID when they're perfectly healthy, which gives the government the ammunition they need to convince Joe and Jane Coffee Shop that they belong in a FEMA camp because their breath is killing people when it's all a fabricated ambush. And Joe and Jane Coffee Shop probably going to figure this out, just like the sheep figures it out eventually. And the sheep will be looking at the sheep farmer and says, oh, Jim, Jim the farmer, he loves me. He gives me grass and gives me hay and he keeps the uh, barn warm and I'm out with my friends and we're having fun out on the field. And then the sheep, you know, the ho- and they say, don't go outside the fence. That's where the wolves are. And that's where the saying goes, the sheep uh, goes their whole life being afraid of the wolf only to be slaughtered by the shepherd. Joe and Jane Coffee Shop are going definitely in this category. They're probably going to figure this out, uh, you know, too late when they already took the vaccine and one of them is dying at the coffee shop, literally non-recoverable for most people. And that's what this Ticketmaster ambush is for, too. It's for the TV watchers. It's for the people down at the coffee shop, the non-thinkers the drone bots, the ones that want to get their A-plus for repeating the liary of the day that comes out out of the TV. There is going to be no concerts. There is going to be no flights eventually soon. There are some flights now, and, and they're going to use it as bait. Like around here, it's deer season. The deer, the deer hunters use corn. The, the deer come for the corn, and then, of course, you know what happens after that. The bait is the the concerts. You're going to get these people believing that everything's going to be back to normal if they just take the shot and go flying, they can go down south. And that's the bait. And the, the end game is you're not going anywhere. That's just to get you to the shot get you taking some tests to lock you down more, give you the, the ammunition to the corrupt politicians so the news says that cases are exploding. And you know what's going to happen when people get the, um, the shot. I mean, Pfizer, and we're going to put that, that up in the show notes. Now, if you don't, again, if you don't know how to get the show notes, you can't really get them on, a, on your phone, I don't think. You have to go, you got to be on a laptop or a desktop. And again, if you can't get the show notes, email me at jason at freedomfromselfsabotage.com and I will send you the show notes. But Pfizer, who said it was a 90% effect, they found a vaccine formulation that's 90% effective. And not only did they say that earlier in the week, but later in the week they said, that the vaccine is going to make you sick. And that just means it's working. Now, if you believe that, you're already dead. <laughs> like if, if someone believes that to get healthy, you have to be sick, that person's probably already sick. They probably already go to the doctor and have very low self-esteem and want to be told what to do. They take the child-based position. They give the adult power to the authority figure. And even though the authority figure drives them into the ground, like your doctor doesn't get paid unless you're sick. And an adult will realize that and eventually 
realize it's a scam because nothing the medical doctor is going to do for you makes you any better. And then Pfizer has come out, like I said, and said that this vaccine will make you sick and it makes it, it makes, it makes, that means it's working. We already know that's pure propaganda. It's designed to make you sick and most people won't recover from the sickness that this particular vaccine will inflict on them. And then once they're sick or once they're dying, because a lot of people will die from this vaccine, they will reclassify those deaths and those diseases and, and the big wave of sickness as like a COVID, you know, COVID-21 or a coronavirus 2021, like a virulent strain. And then that'll just drive more sheep into the abattoir. And we've said it before, then it's like putting out fire with gasoline. Um, and, and, and it's just go, it's going to explode. So Pfizer as well said the vaccine had a 90% effectiveness. And the average person goes, oh, oh, you know, the coffee shop folks, they don't research. They don't have any books because being safe is all they want. And there's a, there's a connection between being safe, repeating and doing no research. And that's why the average person has no books, because when safety is the, is the desired goal, you don't need to research. All you have to do is repeat what the TV says. So all you need is a TV to be safe. The average person, the adult, knows that, you know, if lies are being repeated, eventually there's no safety to be found. So real, real adults like me research. So when Pfizer comes out and says it's 90% effective, the average person would be like, okay, according to my logic, you'd inject 100 people with the new Pfizer COVID vaccine, 100% of people would be okay, 90% it would be effective in, which means they're, they're immune from COVID, and the other 10, they might need two doses, or maybe they never really get immune. But the 90%, that's great. So that means if, if I take the COVID vaccine, there's a 90% chance I'm immune from COVID. Well, Joe and Jane Coffee Shop, they don't research, they don't know how the vaccine studies are set up. Effective means, yeah, there was 100 people injected and 90% developed antibodies. And they're going to lie to you about antibodies being equivalent to immunity. And that's where they got you. That's another lie. I mean, they got you all the way through. Everything they're doing is a lie. But the antibody lie, we're going to prove it. We're going to bring on um, a doctor who's uh, Tony Bark. She passed away recently. But before she passed away last year, she explained the antibody liaria because there's been, it's sometimes it's hard to take those blood tests to see if antibodies are there outside vaccine trials, but it has been done. So in Corpus Christi, Texas, there was a private school and I believe they were all vaccinated against the measles. And after the vaccination, they all came down with the measles. And this is how this is how it works, folks. They're, they're injecting the disease into you. And if you're going to let them do that, you might as well just get the disease naturally without all the additional 
documented toxins, but then they were able to take this these private school kids and they after they got the disease, they actually drew their blood and said, oh, like maybe they're sick because no one developed antibodies because the, the theory is if you have antibodies, you don't get the disease. Well, what do you know? Every kid that had the measles had antibodies to the measles. And it was that particular strain of measles that they had antibodies to. So when Pfizer says it's 90% effective, they're only testing for antibodies. They're also not testing for side effects. In other vaccine trials, people have died. They took their blood as they were dying and they had antibodies and they said that was effective. They're not even mentioning the death and the crippling. They're just doing the antibody stuff. But when they declare these antibodies as the proof that immunity will be conferred into the patient who takes the vaccine, they're lying because there's so many studies that prove that antibodies are in the people and they got the targeted disease as well. So antibodies does not infer immunity. And you can see the government also not, they're shying away from these experiments because if you're a nurse in this, say in my town, and someone comes in who had the flu, I mean, the flu is cured, it's all COVID. So let's go back and take a hot tub time machine to 2019 where someone coming in the hospital has the flu. Well, what? why don't you ask them one question? Did you get the flu shot? Hospitals are told never to ask that because correct. Everybody that's got the flu at the hospital has taken the flu shot. What we call the flu is simply, <coughs> excuse me, poisoning. And poisoning presents the same symptoms as the flu. And you can see the government's not interested in any of these after vac uh, vaccination statistics, not interested whatsoever because it would prove that vaccination is a fallacy. All you have to do is ask everybody coming in the hospital who's sick, did you get your vaccine? And you're going to see that the most sick people get their vaccine and that a lot of people get sick right after their vaccine. And if the government was really interested in the antibody theory of immunity, the person who was vaccinated with the flu vaccine, who comes into the hospital sick with the flu, you could also draw their blood as well. Not only verbally ask them, did you get the flu shot? You could also draw their blood and see if they have antibodies. And what you're going to see is a trend. If these protocols were followed through, everybody that's sick has been vaccinated. The most sick get the most vaccines and they have antibodies, because antibodies just means you had a reaction. Of course your body had a reaction. You just got injected with poison. If I punch you in the face, your body's going to have a reaction. It doesn't mean you're immune to the next punch. It just means your body's developing some inflammation and some protective recoup recuperative uh, compounds and processes inside the area where I punched you in. It doesn't mean you're immune from the next punch. And this is the childlike, unscientific method that people are indoctrinated in through movies like World War Z and Will, Will, uh, Will Smith in the movie Legend, 
Contagion with Matt Damon, Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman, these virus movies which give the TV watchers their, their doctorate or PhD from TV University and how diseases work, they have no idea how diseases work. So I guess we'll sort of leave it at that. This is a good 35-minute little rant. I'll put those those links up, share them at will, share the podcast. If anybody's listening to this and isn't on my private email address, go to jchristoff.com, just the one letter J, uh, Christ with an O-F-F on the end, jchristoff.com. Go to the article section. Like go find any article, scroll down that article, drop your own email in so you can get these podcasts as they're produced. This is Jason Kristoff signing off. Thank you for listening.